Welcome everyone to the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, a Prairie Proud Wrestling Podcast covering everything from Winnipeg to worldwide. My name is Blair Pacheco. I hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a great day, evening, weekend, whenever it is you're sitting down to listen to this. Now, July 15th is a huge day because that is IWS Scarred for Life, and it's going to be on Fight TV, which is a massive thing, not only for wrestling, but wrestling in Canada, wrestling in Montreal. It is huge. So first off, I encourage everyone, go get that Fight Plus subscription so you can watch. But joining me today, I'm very fortunate. Erica from IWS is here to chat about the event, talk about IWS, her fandom, all of that sort of stuff. Erica, how are you? I'm great, Blair. Thanks for having me. Of course. I mean, I'm I'm very thankful for you joining me because, I mean, I only learned about uh, IWS, I'll say, last fall. Um Zach Patterson had kind of shown up on my feed. One thing led to another. And then next thing I know, I'm learning about the incredible wrestling scene out in Montreal. So, I mean, I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. I mean, IWS has certainly been kicking ass for a long time, but around last fall is definitely when things really, really picked up. Um, It's just, it's, you know, we, you know, all companies kind of go through ebbs and flows of highs and lows. And right now we're really on a great high and we're really trying to capitalize it. And this deal with the Fight Network is just like perfect timing. You know, we're really on the cusp of something great, you know, in Montreal, in Canada, in indie wrestling in general. Right now is a great time to be a wrestling fan. Oh, for sure. I mean, coming out of the pandemic, I know I've spoke about it before, but like it seemed everybody was just jonesing for to go to a live wrestling show. And you go now and they're packed the fans are rowdy they're into it i think the wrestlers feed off that so much more and to like to be a part of something like that it's just going to be like this event on the 15th is going to be something very special i feel it definitely definitely and you know iws is really lucky we're running a pretty big venue in montreal the last two times that we ran at the olympia you know we got crowds of about 1500 people which in indie wrestling is you know a really, really big success. So I'm really proud of the work that the team does, the wrestlers that come out for us. You know, it just shows that, you know, IWS has been around for 25 years. We'll be celebrating mm-hmm. 25 years at the end of the year. So, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're a small dude starting an indie company, you know, don't, don't give up. You, you have, you know, there is, there is a market there. You just got to keep, you know, persevering, shall I say. <laughs> Oh, oh, for sure. I mean, when I, I was fortunate enough to talk to Sexy Eddie a couple months ago and hearing the stories from when IWS first started and just like everything that they were trying to do and to see where they started to what it's become now, it's it's like, it's something really great. So, I mean, you've been with IWS for a few years and I wanted to hear about how you first got into wrestling. What drew you into it? So I've always been a wrestling fan. Even as a kid, I always watched wrestling. But, you know, I got to give props to the WWE for the way they monopolize wrestling. I didn't even know that other types of wrestling existed up until like five, six years ago. Like if you wanted to watch wrestling, I thought the WWE was the only way to get this fixed. And so I became friends with some of the local wrestlers. I just kind of met them in a bar one night and we were talking about wrestling and it was like, what do you mean there's wrestling happening like in my city every month? Like I can come see this all the time. 
And so that's exactly what happened. I started hanging out uh, with this group of freaks, shall we say, (laughs) Um, and going to these shows. And it really changed the way that I see wrestling and the way that I see community art because, you know, when you go to these shows, it's so different than when you see WWE on TV or even if you go to a WWE event. You know, when you're you're part of the crowd, but when you're part of the crowd at an indie show, you're really close to the action. You're 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 a part of the show, you know, like as a member, you're just as important to the show as any other element of the production or the performance. And just, you know, experiencing that energy, being a part of that to me was so excuse me, Blair. Let me put my headphones yep. on. Yep. <laughs> Sing testing. Yep, I can still hear you. You're good. So yeah, so just, you know, getting to be a part of that crowd, I was like, this is amazing. But one thing that was kind of missing was the presence of women. Mm-hmm. So they always had, you know, there there have been women on these IWS shows, but you know, there was maybe one per show. And you know, it's not a knock to the talent. They are good, but it could be better. You know, like you could tell that, you know, it was the popcorn match. And so After watching for a couple of years, I became very good friends with these guys. And I was like, hey, you need women in management. You know, like you need someone to kind of make this more palatable to a female audience because there is a female audience, you know, like girls like wrestling, like all my me me and my girlfriends, we watch wrestling together. Like me and my girl cousins that we grew up with, like we watch wrestling together and we want to go to these places. Like I wish I knew IWS existed when I was younger. I wish I knew this space was there. So I wanted to really try to make this amazing IWS community a more accessible place for the girls and the gays and anyone who, you know, might not be part of the traditional wrestling crowd of what you would think they are. I mm-hmm. wanted to make people like people know, you know, there is a place for us to, you know, come watch wrestling and be a part of something. And so the timing was just really really good you know like it was really happening at a turning point so Shane Hawk is the uh, head trainer at the IWS dojo and he really made an effort to encourage women and you know people who you know like I said whoever you wouldn't think is the traditional wrestling fan or wrestler to join the dojo to come try it out you know really giving people a shot and so more women started to appear on shows you know right now the two the tag team champions are a gay man and a black woman Mm -hmm. where else can you find you know you know this kind of pairing and so as as the wrestlers got more diverse the crowd got more diverse um you know when you come to an iws show it's not just you know the dorito eating fat guy stereotype that that we kind of think of you know there there really is everyone like there really is everyone and it's a beautiful beautiful thing and that's why i've become so passionate about it because if you make something accessible, people will come to it. You know, there is a yes. demand for it, but people want to feel, they want to feel welcome. And that's really the beauty of what IWS has become. It's become this beautiful, welcoming place. You know, if you like, like IWS is not for wrestling fans. It's for entertainment fans. You will find something for everyone at one of these shows. You know, we are the OGs of hardcore style in Canada and we still are, you know, mm-hmm. you can be hardcore and not be, an asshole, (laughs) which, you know, I think some some of these indie companies or some of these guys who try to seem really tough and stuff, they lose sight of that, you know, like you need a community to to support you and to come out and buy tickets. So don't alienate your audience, make it an accepting place, make, you know, put that effort in, try to see what you can do differently to make different types of people show up. You will simply 
increase your, your business. You will have more people come to your shows and support it. And so all that comes together on July 15th, where I think we have the most diverse card I've, I've ever seen in my life. Um, so Bussy's coming in, you know, they're representing the LGBTQ uh, flag, um, you know, uh, Dark Sheik is coming as well. Like where else are you going to see a trans Persian woman fight a Quebecois guy for mm -hmm. a title? You don't kind of stuff anywhere and so that's really the beauty of wrestling to me is it's one of the only places where you can put men and women in the same on the same stage with the same kind of like status you know I don't see that in any other sports like I've always loved sports but it feels like sometimes sports doesn't love me back yeah and this whole thing with the NHL recently uh canceling all their theme nights over the pride backlash you know, it just kind of reinforces that, that, you know, people want to come to enjoy sports, like the gay community wants to enjoy hockey. And here's the hockey community telling it, you know, maybe this isn't the place for you. So what I'm trying to do with IWS now is let people know, especially in Montreal, where we do have a very vibrant, weirdo community and very different <laughs> community. There's a place for you. There's a place to come and enjoy anything you want to enjoy. You know, there's wrestling, you know, wrestling is wrestling is burlesque for men, you know? Yes. So absolutely. It's beautiful. It's glamorous. There's so much pageant pageantry involved. I think everyone, if you just give it a chance, you will find something you like. And that whole tangent is why I'm involved with IWS. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have brought people to a wrestling show for the first time. And I said, if you go in with an open mind, you will find something on that show that you like because there is something for everyone, whether it's the pageantry, the characters, the matches themselves. I mean, it, it's wrestling has come so far. It, wrestling has started to come so far because, I mean, there still are some places where it isn't as open-minded as, you know, there are promotions who, you know, won't have a woman's match on it. And you're looking at this being like, what are you doing? You know, like where IWS, you can look at a card and be like, hey, there's three matches involving women wrestlers on there and they will go out there and put on just as a great match as any of the guys. So, I mean, we are way past the, the point of, you know, not having the spotlight shown on everybody because it's it, wrestling is for everyone and we need to get everyone on board with that, I feel. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why, you know, I really do love it because like I said before, it kind of is the only sport or art where you do get to see everyone get to share a stage. You know, there's no, there's no kind of like age limit or like, you know, a, a weight cap, like in boxing or different things. Like everyone really does get to share the stage and that doesn't exist in many spaces. Mm-hmm. So that's, to me, that's the beauty of wrestling. You know, you really can see everyone. Everyone gets to be represented. It's so beyond me that there are, you know, still companies that can't book women's matches or can't put women on like a main event stage. So, you know, if, if we can do it and if we can get the word out to other people, like, no, people do buy tickets. They do want to see women wrestle. They mm -hmm. do want to see this, like, you know, different types of, of performers. Your promotion can do it too. You just have to commit to the bit. Yeah, to me, it's that simple. <laughs> it, it is, it, it, and it blows my mind that people haven't grasped that yet. Like you increase your fan base that much more by showing that you are a, a welcoming space. You are allowing younger generations to see people that may represent them more than what you have 
being like, hey, if they do this, I can do that too. And it's it's noticeable in a lot of places where you don't have, you know, those younger generations coming up, going into training and that it's maybe they don't feel welcome. I don't know what it is, but like some some places you're seeing constant flow of different races, different uh, genders, different sexualities all coming up and through there, which is incredible to see. And I, I want to see that everywhere. I want no matter what, I want people to know that wrestling is a safe space for them. Absolutely. When I was growing up watching wrestling, where the women who I had to look up to, and this isn't a knock to any of them because they are, you know, they did great, great work, but it simply wasn't the same as it is now. You know, it was very, you know, they were celebrated more for their Playboy covers than they were <laughs> for their wrestling. Yes. That's the kind of girls that I grew up with. And it kind of, it, it definitely had an like a profound impact on me because I was like, well, none of these women look like me. Um, they're, you know, th this isn't, it just, it wasn't athletic. You know, it was very clearly like, this is the side piece. Like, this is the side show. Like, we're here to kind of gawk and laugh at the women. And so, I, you know, I grew up with the idea that like, well, I guess I'll never be a woman's wrestler or like there's no real place for them on, on a main stage because that's, those were the images I grew up seeing. So when, what I do with IWS now, I mean, the women's division is just amazing at IWS. Melanie Havoc is our champion. Shout out to her. Danny Leo, Katrina Creed. All these girls are so fantastic. Sam Kelly, who just started. They are just doing amazing things. And I, when I see them, I think these are the girls or the women that I wish I had growing up. If I would have seen wrestlers like them, it probably would have changed, you know, how I view myself, how I view womanhood, how I view sports, who's allowed to participate in sports. So that's what we're, I'm really trying to push. I want, you know, I want young girls to come out to these shows and think, I can do that. I can do that. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't become like, because, you know, the goal to a lot of people is to become like the WWE wrestler. But to me, the goal is just to see yourself doing something. You know, you can do that if you want to. You can come do a practice at the IWS Dojo, even if you don't like it. At least you felt comfortable and confident enough to come try it out because you saw someone that looked like you do it. It really, you know, representation really does play a role in what we think that we can do with ourselves. And so the way the, you know, the way wrestling has changed now it, it really has changed my life. You know, I've seen the evolution of women's wrestling in the last 10 years. And there's something very beautiful about the way things have changed. You know, just in the last five years, we went from, you know, sideshow popcorn match to main eventing WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. When I, you know, I went to the WrestleMania where Charlotte, Becky and uh, Rhonda were the first ever main eventers. That had such a profound impact on my life. Like, here, here it is. Like, here's the moment I've been waiting for. Women on the main stage. If that's how I feel, I could just imagine how, like, a little 10-year-old girl feels. Or, you know, like, how a young black girl feels seeing Bianca Belair hold that title for so long. What a profound impact it'll have on their lives and their self-esteem and just what they can achieve. There's no other sport that's doing stuff like this. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, but, like, if wrestling, this little kind of carny sport that's you know kind of niche and a little bit weird and a little bit underground if wrestling can come this far in this little amount of time i don't see why other people can't do it i you know i can't believe wrestling is the sport and the art to be pushing boundaries like this yeah. you know isn't it crazy it is <laughs> and we're here talking about it like philosophizing it and you know 
in the arts, you know, the arts are very accepting and stuff. Sports is a little more difficult, but this is like the, the beautiful world where sport and art comes together. And I think that we can learn a lot from it. Like, I can't believe wrestling is the smart sport right now, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, for, for as much fun that people poke at it or make jokes about, to see like a, a promotion like the NHL almost taking steps backwards when it comes to how they're, you know, promoting their sport and like to take away like the theme nights. Because, I mean, you see a lot of people who, you know, when Pride Night or something of that nature gets, you know, promoted – you know that it is a spot that it, it, hockey's welcome for everyone. And to take that away, being like, no, we're not going to do theme nights. It's like, well, why not? Like, what's what's the problem here? So for wrestling to be the, like, gateway for this, it's I never would have imagined something like this. With IWS, I mean, you, you've mentioned how, like, it is a safe space for everyone. It's a welcome space. For someone going for the first time, what can they expect at an IWS show? They can expect to be as much a part of the show as part of the crowd. The crowd is so electric and dynamic. We have a really good cult following. Like that's the beauty of being around for so many years that we really have like a core cult following that kind of like, you know, like when the Macarena plays and everyone seems to know the moves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it's the same thing. Like the core crowd knows exactly when to react. They know what to say. Everybody kind of moves in unison. And so if you're new for the first time, it's very easy to feel a part of it because you can just join in on the crowd. You know, like it, it's alive. It's electric. You're, you're a part of it. And that's the whole point. You're not just a passive viewer. Like when you go to a concert, you know, you sing along and, and it's fun. But it's not the same thing as, you know, when you're part of a crowd, you actually affect what the performers do. You know, if the crowd decides they're going to start chanting chop, Guess what the guy in the ring is going to do? He's going to yeah. probably chop his opponent, <laughs> you know, and, and there's so few, there's so few me like media that does that. So if you are new to IWS, you won't even feel like you're new. You'll feel like you have always been a part of this family forever. And I think that's the difference between, you know, our community and, and some of the other subcultures and communities. Like I did an interview very recently uh, with a journalist who asked me, how can people be sure that like, you know, they're safe at an IWS show. Like, how do you make sure that happens? And the thing is, we're not just like, the, the people who come to the shows are not just fans of wrestling. They're friends of the community. You know, we make sure that we talk to the people who come to our shows. We make sure they're, they feel just as involved and a part of us and heard as, as anyone else on the roster, because you could put on a great show, but if you have no one watching it, was it really that great? Like mm -hmm. if a tree falls and no one hears it, kind of situation yeah so we really make sure that you know when you come you're you're part of the hard you know you're one of the hardcore soldiers that's what we call everyone <laughs> we're hardcore soldiers it's you know it's a place for everyone that is that is really like the <laughs> the recurring theme here it's for yeah. everyone now i mean this past year earlier this year i should say i mean iws they they ran the joint show with gcw and i mean you were seeing clips posted nonstop, and like to have a joint show with a promotion like gcw i think it speaks volumes to what iws has done and just the path that they've taken because it's not like gcw is going running shows with everybody i mean it's it's a select few when you see something like that, what do you what does that mean to wrestling, not just in Montreal, but in all of Canada? It says that there's an appetite for it. 
it tells me that you know there's an audience for indie wrestling big production scale wrestling is great it looks nice on tv but sometimes it's not very accessible and it misses that electric dynam dynamicism i don't think that's a word but you know what i mean when you're <laughs> yeah. you know when you're part of a crowd um so the fact that gcw was able to run a show with us in montreal and then again in toronto there's a hunger for this kind of content. People want to see it and they want to be a part of it. That's that's what makes it unique. You know, you're a part of the show. And GCW, you know, I got to take my hat off to them. They're doing great stuff with their women's division as well. You know, they put their championship belt on Masha recently. Mm -hmm. uh, Rina Yamashita just won the Tournament of Survival. Women are doing amazing things in this company. And so for us to um associate with them or for them to associate with us you know it shows that we have similar values we're you know this is the standard now this is where indie wrestling is this is like the highest standard of indie wrestling if you're going to be running an indie show you have to promote your women just as good as anyone else you have to give them the opportunity to win titles you know, you have to give them the opportunities to be in these kinds of tournaments. My goodness, I saw Sawyer Wreck, Casey Kirk, and Rina Yamashita beat the absolute shit out of each other. It was it was horrifying. There was blood everywhere. It was the craziest thing I'd ever seen in my life. I'd never seen women fight like that before. It was beautiful. It just showed me that women can do that if you give them a chance. So everyone else needs to get to that level. Mm -hmm. That's where we're at. <laughs> I I was watching that match and I was just floored because you're seeing Sawyer wreck at blood streaming down her face, just grinning from ear to ear. And like the crowd is just loving every second of it. Like what those three, what those three went through and like, it was a fantastic match. And I was, I was blown away by what they were able to do. Absolutely. You know what might even be match of, of the day slash night. That was a very long day <laughs> that I was happy to be a part of. And you know, like, and Sawyer was like walking around for the rest of the day, like blood dripping down her face. That's just, that's, that's the women in wrestling now, you know, things have changed. Things have changed for the better. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, with the show July 15th, um, like I feel no one better to help me run down the card than yourself, because I mean, there's some wrestlers on here that people may be tuning in and seeing for the very first time. They might not know what to expect um, for those locally. Is, are tickets still available or is it sold out yet? Not sold out yet, but it is one week before the show. And that is when things do quickly sell out so you can get your tickets at linktree.com slash IWS. It's available on Ticketmaster. Just write IWS in the Ticketmaster search and you'll get tickets for Scarred for Life. Um, and our card is freaking crazy. We've got a great... What's really nice about IWS is that we have a lot of homegrown talent mm -hmm. uh, who are fantastic. Just absolutely, you know, killers. And then we do have, you know, those kind of big names that we're able to bring in. And our guys and girls show up just as hard as any of these other, you know, GCW guys or any of the other guys who come in. So that's that's the exciting thing about IWS. You know, you get a little bit of everything. So what do you want to know about the card? Okay, well, you, you've already mentioned that Bussy is going to be appearing. And I mean, I, I feel like Bussy is one of those um, teams that everybody is just drawn to because Effie is absolutely fantastic what he does in the ring and Ali catch is on just on another level I mean what those two have been able to do in wrestling and to for promotion and everything I mean I'm excited to see what they're going to get up to but I mean I mean Jordan Oliver and Carl Jepsen Jordan Oliver has had easily one of like 
he's up there for wrestler of the year. Like when it comes to the independence, he, to me, he's having the same year that Mike Bailey had last year where he's going out there and just putting on fantastic match after fantastic match. When it comes to Carl Jepsen, I mean, I'm not overly familiar with him. What as a viewer, would you tell me about Carl that I should know heading into this match? Carl Jepsen, what an angel. So Carl uh, has really picked up in the last two years uh, a beloved babyface in Montreal with all of Quebec. Big powerhouse, big chops. Like, that's a dude, when he's in the ring, the crowd is just chanting chop, 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 because they want to see him bust those slaps out. He chopped a ref last at the last <laughs> show. <laughs> Poor ref never recovered. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's interesting because Jordan Oliver is very beloved as well. So it's like kind of two baby faces going at it. I kind of like that sometimes, you know, just a mm-hmm. feat of like, two people who are so loved that you just want to see them have a great match. And I really think there's the potential to have like a huge standout match. Carl is a big effing dude. Uh, He is going to give Jordan Oliver a run for his money, but that's just going to be a really fun match. Um, You had mentioned amazingly sweet Chris Dara and Alex Mays. They're going to be teaming with the green phantom taking on Casanova productions. Um, I know that this will be Matt Vivani's return to wrestling. So that's a huge thing for Casanova. I mean, out for a year with an injury, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yep. So Casanova productions, big heels, big pains in my butt, (laughs) (laughs) big mouths running their mouth all the time. They are, uh, they're looking for a beating. It's exciting to have Matt back. He's really coming back with uh, a vengeance, a hunger, he has it out for the Green Phantom. Amazingly sweet. Has this really great, you know, feud going with uh, JT producer and Shane Hawk. That's going to be a real, a real fun one. You know, like just a real fun match. All six opponents are great wrestlers. Really bring a lot of energy. Green Phantom has a lot of, you know, he's a veteran in the business. He's been doing it for a long time. Amazingly sweet. They're the new fun rookies. So I think that's going to be a really fun matchup to see them together against Casanova Productions, who, you know, they've been around for a while, but they're, um, they're pains in the butt, like I say. So we'll see. We'll <laughs> see if they can, if they can get along long enough to, to I, take on Amazingly Sweet in the Phantom. I don't think I've ever been excited for a, a a tag team to win independent gold as I was when amazingly sweet won at the last show, because I mean, the joy on their faces, the videos that popped up on Twitter and pictures. I mean, I was so stoked for them. And like, I, I was, I had been able to talk to Chris Dara before Alex, not yet, but I mean, for them to achieve that, I was so stoked for them. And then green phantom at the, uh, that GCW show, the, uh, tournament of survival. I mean, his match with Cyclope and I'm forgetting the other guy, but I mean, even, yes. Uh, yeah. Um, I, that was my first experience with green phantom. And I mean, the way he moves in the ring, like he's a big guy, but he's so like agile, very limber. And I mean, I'm, I'm pretty stoked for this match. Yeah. There's a lot of different elements coming together and you know, what amazingly sweet one the excitement in the room could be it was palpable i i cried like i literally had two tears come out of my eyes like it was just such a special moment you know so it's <laughs> it's exciting it's exciting to see like the fun exciting rookies team up with like the hardcore veteran who bleeds on a weekly basis for people's entertainment it's an interesting matchup i'm excited to see it now i i'm going off the event poster that was posted on the iws uh twitter feed so 
there's going to be a, a match for a, a future title shot. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to switch pictures. So we got uh, Leon Saver versus Matt Falco versus Stephen Maines versus Bob Anger, Sway Archer, and Ben Ortmans, correct? Absolutely. Just so much talent in one match. And is this, uh, is there any special uh, stipulations for this or it's just all six going out there and best man wins? Best man wins. Best man gets to challenge for the Canadian title, which is what uh, the Green Phantom is currently the uh, Canadian champion in IWS. So Matt Viviani thinks he's getting, uh, you know, he thinks he's going straight for that title, but he's going to have to go through one of these guys first. So my pick I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. All six of these guys are really hardcore. Ben Ortmans is making his return from injury, which is exciting to have him back. Uh, Matt Falco was just an absolute monster. The dude's like six foot seven, just a brawler. Bob Anger, great wrestler, really fun energy. Um, young guys like Steven Manzano, Leon Saver, and Sway Archer. That's like the future. These are the young guys who are really exciting, really great. You know, keep an eye out for them. You will see more of them. So it's fun to have this this dynamic of, you know, little, you know, veterans, new guys, different energies, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be a slobber knocker for sure. Uh, And we have a ladder match. We have, uh, I'm going to mess up the name, Tabernacle de... Tabernacle de Team. Okay, so it is Tabernacle Team. I didn't want to say it and get the wrong word. So Tabernacle Team versus Wasted Youth versus Fresh Air versus the Bay City Choir Boys. This is just ridiculous. Like, alone, this match is crazy. And then IWS was like, let's throw in some ladders. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Tabernacle Team, I think, you know, they're, they're making their way on everyone's radar. They are definitely, like, the... Top two. <laughs> no, they're the best tag team in Canada right now. There's like no other way around it. I hate to pick favorites, but they are just dynamic, electric to watch. Um, everyone's just gonna beat the absolute hell out of each other in this. Fresh air. They're amazing. If you get to see Junior Benito and McCray Martin recently, they're just absolutely killing it. They kind of have the same energy as Wasted Youth. Uh, Marcus and Dylan are just, you know, insanely talented for like. I keep saying that they're 14 years old, but I know they're a little older than that. (laughs) And the Bay City Choir Boys are just solid, solid Quebec tag team. You know, everyone involved in this match is insanely talented. And someone's going to die. No no, no, no one's going to (laughs) die. No one's going to die. You can watch and not be witness to a murder. But uh, Tabernacle team, they they are definitely on, I think, a lot of people's radars when it comes to all across Canada about – you know, other teams out West wanting to face them. Because I mean, when you want to face the best teams in Canada, TDT is one of them. Absolutely. They move like butter, like the things they do, the way they perform. It's so like, that is entertainment. That is a performance. I really like tag team wrestling. I especially, I like like the visual symmetry, you know, Mm -hmm. when, when two tag team wrestlers are really in sync with each other. I think they just do such, such a great job. There's a reason why so many people are talking about them. They're pros. They've been doing it for years. And they're finally kind of getting their, you know, their flowers. 
and I just I'm excited to see what more you know what more comes for for Tabarnak the team, which translates to the fucking team. So I think that tells you everything you need to know about them. They are the fucking team. <laughs> well, see, you've educated me because I had no idea that's what Tabernacle stood for. So <laughs> I will be much more mindful if I ever say it now. Um, the IWS Women's Championship. Danny Leo is facing off with the champion Melanie Havoc. You've spoken highly of Melanie before. But with Danny, what can we come to expect with Danny? Danny is new. She's excited. She hits hard. She's coming in with a vengeance. So Melanie, that that little sneak, she's a real heel champion uh, and not a fighting champion, may I add. So at the last show, she was supposed to fight Danny for the belt. And Melanie decided last minute she wasn't going to do that. She was going to go on vacation instead. (laughs) Okay. So, so Danny's definitely extra mad about that. So that's going to be a real, you know, st- to sound like Jr. a slobber knocker. These two girls are going to beat the hell out of each other. Uh, Melanie's held the title for a really long time too. I think it's over a year now. So it's time for, as we would say in Montreal, nouveau champion. <laughs> All right, um, Vanessa Craven taking on someone I am very excited to see on this show and someone that I cannot wait to see live, hopefully one day, uh, Vanessa Craven is going to be taking on Mackie Ito. Yeah. So if you've never seen Vanessa Craven wrestle, absolute powerhouse veteran, you know, there's a reason they call her the mountain of a woman. She's a fantastic, fantastic wrestler. You know, one of these women I wish I had seen growing up wrestle. She's just amazing. There's a reason why everyone wants her on her show. And She's a very different style than Maki Ito, and that's why I'm really excited to see the two of them, what they'll do together. They're both like super, super pros. I think that's going to be an exciting match, and Maki's so hot right now. There's there's a lot of excitement around that. That's definitely one of my like must, must-see matches, especially for women's wrestling. It's very exciting to see like these two different types of people get put together. It's the beauty of IWS. You really never know what you're going to get. Like I was surprised when I saw that card. I thought it was mm-hmm. amazing. To have two wrestlers with different styles, I mean, I'm always, it's something that draws me in because you want to see how well they mesh together because you have, you know, like if you have a powerhouse and a high flyer, for example, I mean, there's so many different ways you can tell this story. And I mean, with Vanessa Craven and Mackie Ito, I I feel like they are going to have just a fantastic match. Definitely. I'm so, so excited for that one. I would, honestly, I would love to see them tag team together. (laughs) So. Mm We'll see how how this match ends. If they're still friends at the end of it, I'd like to see them on the same team. I think that'd be really fun. And uh, Dark Sheik, uh, an IWS World Heavyweight Championship match against Benjamin Tull. I'll be honest. I don't know much about Benjamin Tull. Dark Sheik, you know, I've been able to watch some of, uh, some of their matches up on GCW. So what what am I going to, or not to put you on the spot, what will I expect watching Benjamin Tull for the first time? Ben Tall is a powerhouse dude, another veteran who's been at it for many, many years. Huge in the Quebec scene, very beloved by everyone. Great face. So back in January, he was a a victim of Effie's betrayal. So perhaps there's still some bad blood there because we haven't seen Effie since he he did the whole he fucked us over in January. So Mm -hmm. who knows about that? But Ben Tall is an amazing worker. Um, They're just going to put on a great match. Everyone really loves him. There's a reason why he's he's holds the belt in IWS. Been around for a long time. Recently teamed up with uh, Tabernag, the team, the other day. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. Honestly, this whole card is really exciting. It's just fun match after fun match, different styles. And they haven't even announced who Bussy's going to fight yet. So, yeah. so there's like a whole other like crazy match that hasn't even been said. Because I was uh, on the poster, it doesn't, it just has Bussy on there or something. And I'm like, okay, well, all, like a promotion's not going to bring them in just for, you know, uh, an appearance. So, you know, they're going to be wrestling. And it's like, your mind starts wondering, like, who are they going to face off with? So, I mean, I'm curious to see. I'm sure all the listeners and viewers will be curious to see as well. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot. I got two more for you, then I'm going to let you go. Uh, I mean, this card is stacked. There's some incredible matches, some incredible wrestlers. And I mean, the IWS roster, is there's way more to it than just the people here. Who in your mind, you know, do you feel like people should be on the watch for? Like almost the next up and comer that maybe, you know, they're not on this show, but like, hey, they've been on past shows. They're going to be on previous ones. You need to watch out for them. I'm definitely going to give that um, that title to Kristara. Yeah. Sarah is having a great year. Every time she wrestles, she just gets better and better. Like you can see the progression every show, more confident. Um, just I really see a bright future for her. I'm not the only one that said this. I mean, all the women in the in the women's division. Um, I'll also give a shout out to Sam Kelly, who also just started. She had her first match in January. Really, really bright future, hits hard, lots of passion. All the women on our card are just, I love them so much. They're my gals. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we've seen the progression with IWS, what they've been able to do and like the path they're, they're taking. And as someone who's a part of the team, what would you like to see IWS like, you know, achieve in the future, so to say? I would love for us to take this show on tour. I think yeah. that we, you know, we ran a show in Toronto that went really well. Granted, we did it with GCW, but, you know, it just shows that people do want to come out and see this. We do have, you know, fans and friends in, in, in Toronto. I think we could take this show on the road. I would love for us, to, you know, to be able to travel the States. You know, unfortunately, it is very difficult to work in the United States. It's a whole different ball game. Mm -hmm. But we have the talent. We have the production. We have the crew. That would be the next because we've already now we're we're going live on pay-per-view, right? We did it. That was the yep. first goal and we got it. The next one would be to take this thing on tour. So fingers crossed someday. We're on the cusp of, of a really great, great era in IWS. You know, we've had great eras in the past, but now we're into a new, new kind of era for IWS. And I think that's the next goal. You mentioned the venturing down into the States and how it's more difficult. And I appreciate that because I know Shane Hawk mentioned that in the interview not too long ago, and it got a lot of feathers ruffled from some American wrestlers. So I I appreciate that you mentioned that again, because it is true. It is more difficult. Uh, Canadian wrestlers do not get the same opportunities. You're jumping through so many more hoops to be able to do this. And it's, it's so much easier for anyone to come into Canada to do it. So it's something like that just blows my mind. Absolutely. And the reactions that Shane Hawk got were just, they were so funny because all they did was prove his point. Mm -hmm. All they did was prove his point. Oh, brother, say that to my face. Yeah, I would love to, but it's very difficult for me to cross the border to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. So the, the Canadian scene is, it's smaller, but it's more passionate because we have to be, you know, we're a lot more dedicated because we have to be. And I think the success that IWS has had over the last 25 years is a product of that that passion and that dedication. You know, when we had that show with GCW, you know, guys like Brett Lauderdale, 
Joey Janela, Tony Depp, and like the you know the big GC Dub guys, when they come here, you know they're starstruck by our guys. You know, uh, Tony Deppin was so excited to meet the Arsenal. Like, you know, they told us we were we grew up watching IWS shows in the tape trading scene. You know, Brett used to be a ref with IWS a long time ago. So IWS, I don't want to say gave birth to GCW. That's <laughs> but. <laughs> But it is one of the influencing factors on that, you know, that hardcore scene and that indie scene. And the fact that we've been around for so long just shows that, you know, our management is so passionate. We really care about what we do. You know, hats off to uh, PCP Crazy Fucking Manny. The guy's, you know, the guy's crazy. He's PCP Crazy Fucking Manny. But he puts on an amazing production. He gives people a place to wrestle, a place to be themselves. Shane Hawk, the main trainer at the dojo and, and just an amazing wrestler. Our team is so passionate. Me, <laughs> you know, pushing this this agenda, the wrestling agenda. You know, we try hard because we care about it. And we know that we know there's a good product here. If people see it, they will enjoy it. They will like it and they will come back. Put it this way. Without IWS, you would not have two of the biggest stars in wrestling right now with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Without IWS, you would not have them. So the IWS was the gateway for these guys to venture down into the, the Northeast, make a name for themselves down there, and just to further their career. So it just shows the impact that IWS has had. Cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's my last one, and I'm going to put you on the spot with this one because I like to always ask for a match recommendation. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't necessarily have to be IWS. It can be anything, but one that you are a fan of that you think the listeners should go check out. Hmm. Well, I'd like it to be IWS. Yeah, let's do it. Let me think. Let me think. You know what? I will say, go back and watch that the, the last tag team championship match with Amazingly Sweet and Casanova Productions, I think that they really deserve the flowers they got in that match. Amazingly Sweet are a great example of, you know, students who work their ass off. You know, they set up the ring, they tear it down, they put in the hours, they put in the work. We saw their progression. They won that championship match because they really earned it. They deserve it. And I think they deserve to have eyes on them. So give Chris Dara and Alex May some love. They are putting in the work to make IWS the great company that it is. They are perfect examples of what young wrestlers should try to aspire to be. So that is my recommendation. Anything by Alex and Chris Dara, they're having their moment and I want them to enjoy their moment. Hell yeah. Now for those listening, uh, here's a chance just to plug anything, social media, uh, have at her, the floor is yours. Cool. So if you are in Montreal or if you're just a freak who likes to travel next Monday at Turbo House, a wonderful venue in downtown Montreal, I am hosting a Monday Night Raw watch along and a wrestling trivia show. We're going to be giving out prizes. Uh, winners will win tickets to IWS. Come hang out. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be silly. It's going to be stupid. That is all I want to do with wrestling is just have a good time with it. So even if you don't like wrestling, if you don't know much, if you're worried about the trivia, it doesn't matter. Just come have a good time. That is the spirit of IWS. That is the spirit of Erica. We're here for a good time, not a long time. Hopefully a long time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can follow my shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Disco Deathmatch. You can follow my shenanigans on Instagram. I am Brett underscore fart, the famous shit man. <laughs> <laughs> And you can get tickets to IWS's Scarred for Life 
at linktree.com slash uh, not linktree.com linktree slash iws hardcore erica thank you so much for joining <laughs> me i it was a, a my, it was my pleasure having you thank you so much thank you so much this was a blast thank you so much to erica for joining me to, to inform you, tell you all about IWS, their venture to Fight Plus, Fight TV. So make sure you go to your way, watch it. If you're in Montreal, go down there, check it out. It is going to be a blast. Thank you to her and thank you for checking out the podcast. I say it every time. I will always say it. I appreciate you taking time out of your day. Listen to me talk about wrestling. If it's your first time listening, you can find me up on Twitter at GreatMakerPod. I'm also just about on Blue Sky, so exact same handle on there. I'm going to transfer everything over there all other social media, Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast. You can find me weekly on Love Wrestling, Saturday mornings with my good friend Pluggo doing four exposure as we take a look at the world of independent wrestling. I usually do the brunch gimmick as well. So definitely check out Love Wrestling, all of the incredible stuff they're doing. Subscribe to the Patreon for even more content. Thanks again for checking out the podcast. We'll talk soon.